Jesus wasn't first. Jesus found something wrong in the Ephesian saints. Their blood pressure was up. Their arteries were clogged. Their hearts had experienced gradual buildup of other things. It's, it's kind of like Jesus said, I want to be first on the top shelf of life. And so he was. But after a while, the job got up there. After a while, the, ha- the hobbies, the sports, the recreation, the whatever. Many things were first. Jesus was still first top shelf. And so was everything else. And so he got pushed out. He no longer held the position, the sum of their lives. He wasn't first in their schedules. And they began saying, I just don't have time to read the Bible. He was no longer first in their concentration. They weren't meditating like they used to. When, when Paul would have that lunch fellowship, they couldn't get enough of it. They were just in the Word, and they were trying to understand how the Old Testament you know, communicated and fit the truths that we see in the New Testament. They just were all over it. And just like ancient math, when you added up a column of numbers, the sum went to the top. Jesus started adding everything up in all of Ephesus' great works, and what he found was the sum total of their lives didn't add up to him. He was there, but so was everything else. They had left their first love. Jesus wasn't at the top. He was part of the equation. He's part of the calculation. He was important. He just wasn't most important. Now, you know what's so interesting, if you look at chapter 2 and verse 7, the I mean, verse 5. Jesus' solution is the same for all five of the churches that he gave a bad medical report to. Uh, When I was a youth pastor, um, I used to, well, I used to do a lot of stuff. I don't do anymore. I can't physically do it anymore. In fact, I always walked around. I taught actually walking around. I remember one of these groups I pastored, we had 200 kids in the youth group. and, 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 you know, with 200 kids... Even before cell phones, they couldn't pay attention, you know. And I would actually teach walking with my Bible, and anybody wasn't paying attention, I would, I would actually stop and actually teach looking at them. It really is effective, you know. And then you get behind them, and everyone gets nervous. They don't know what you're doing. So I don't do those things anymore. But I would tell them, no matter how many steps you take away from the Lord, it's always just one step back. That's what Jesus was telling them. See what he says in verse 5? Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from his place, unless you repent. You notice he repeats? Repent. Repent. No matter how many steps, Steps you've taken away from God, it's always one step back. Repentance, a change of mind that leads to a change of behavior. We choose to say the same thing God says, that I've put a lot of other things up on the shelf. My, my job, my, my 401 or 403 or whatever is, is, has become as important as you, or my political you know, persuasion, or my zeal for all the current things everyone's zeal is. I've never met more Christians that have become superior experts on mRNA. I mean, they can debate that all day long and tell you everything it's going to do, and it's a part of the chip, and it's part of the mark of the beast, and they are so fervent for that, and they have lost any fervency for 
the real reason why they're supposed to be here, and they become, they become distracted. No matter how many steps we take away from Christ being first, it's always only one step back. By the way, Christ's diagnostic report on all five of the sick churches is the same. He gave them the checkup. He holds in his hand the written diagnosis. He writes it in these letters. He prescribes the treatment, and the treatment for all was the same. Repent. 